Thank you for tuning in to the Afternoon Pint Podcast. Our show will start right after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, Matt. We're thinking of selling our home and finding a bigger place. Oh, really? I thought you guys loved where you lived. Oh, we do. Our family is just growing. With pets. A dog. A cat. Two guinea pigs. A hamster. And you're planning on getting more? Eh, maybe a goat or a crocodile. Well, I have the person for you. Kimina Jad is an experienced real estate agent who prides herself in finding the perfect home for her clients. We're just browsing now. I'm not sure if we really need a realtor yet. Yeah, no worries. Kimia can help you with the comparative market analysis to help you determine the value of your home if you're planning on selling, or help you determine the going rate for the neighborhood you're moving into. She can also work at your pace. Awesome. All right, I'll give her a shot. What's her phone number? On Facebook, Kimia Nijat, Exit Realty Metro. Her phone number is 902-880-8429, and her email is kimia at exitmetro.ca. 902-880-8429. Eight four two nine. Awesome. Thanks. This podcast was brought to you by Dan Lomas at L-O-M-A-S of LomasFinancial.ca. Are you a small business owner who wants to keep more of your hard-earned profits and pay less taxes to the CRA? Do you want to plan for a comfortable and secure retirement? If your answer is yes, then you need to talk to Dan Lomas at Lomas Financial. Dan Lomas is a financial advisor who has been helping successful entrepreneurs and business owners for over two and a half decades. He utilizes customized solutions that can help you keep your earnings, dramatically reducing passive income tax. Dan Lomas and his team will help you transition corporate wealth into personal wealth by utilizing customized executive pension plans. Dan will show you how to convert business wealth into personal wealth in a professional manner. Don't let the CRA take more money than they deserve. Don't let your retirement dreams fade away. Contact Dan Lomas today and let him guide you on your path to financial success. Visit Dan Lomas at lomasfinancial.ca or call him direct at 902-209-0855. That's 902-209-0855. This is Matt Conrad. And this is Mike Tobin. Welcome to the Afternoon Pint. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Welcome to the Afternoon Point. I'm Mike Tobin. I am Matt Conrad. And who do we have here? I'm Jake Sanford. Jake right. Sanford. What's going on, man? Not too much. How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Uh, this is a little bit uh, a little bit awkward because uh, Jake is a uh, former Yankee and I'm sitting here in my Red Sox jersey, my vintage Ted Williams Red Sox jersey. If anybody knows baseball, probably the greatest rivalry in North American sports is Yankees versus Red Sox. Mm. Unfortunately, the Yankees, uh, you know, have won a lot more titles than the Red Sox. But Boston sports versus New York sports is always a really big rivalry. So I had to represent, mm-hmm. as much as I really want to have a chat with uh, with Jake, had to represent my team. Mm. Right? Now, one interesting fact that I found out leading up to this is the Red Sox was his team yep. prior to getting drafted by the enemy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so uh, you know what, Jake, uh, we can we can kind of like bounce right into like kind of how you grew up and all that stuff because it's my understanding that uh, you were like a multi multi sport athlete growing up. Yeah, I played for everything: baseball, hockey, football. Growing up, uh, volleyball. Yeah, a little bit of everything. If I remember reading correctly, you actually got a, a scholarship for volleyball. Yeah, the Dow. Yeah, yeah. But then I chose. Yeah, I chose to go to uh, 
the JUCO route for baseball in yeah, uh, yeah. Nebraska. So. I mean, it makes sense. Tall dude, right? All that stuff, good shape, everything. So volleyball makes a lot of sense. But uh, and I mean, a lot of times to get to get uh, these, you know, bursaries and all that stuff. Like that, you got to be a multi-sport athlete most times. But yeah, you decided to just like kind of hammer in on baseball, eh? Yeah, for sure. And then uh, yeah, so I actually went from hockey and baseball to volleyball and baseball. So I got rid of hockey completely like, uh, when I was a midget. So. Okay. Because the seasons are the same volleyball and hockey, so it was hard to go with both. And I chose I had I thought I had a better better chance with volleyball and baseball. So obviously, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you get some offers uh, in both in both of those fields, so that's sure. pretty interesting. So the uh, going through, so you um, you went to university. It was two universities that you ended up playing, right? Yeah. So uh, I went to junior college, which is a two year school. It's called like NSCC. Like okay. you go, yep. it's mostly sports based, so it's yeah. all athletes to go there. They, uh, so that was in McCook, Nebraska. Went there my first two years, and then uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. How, like, there doesn't seem like there's a Corn whole lot. Cornfields and cows. Th- yeah. That's about it. <laughs> doesn't seem like there's a whole lot that can really go on there. But I mean, nope. I guess that makes a really good uh, opportunity for an athlete to focus on being an athlete. For sure. Yeah. So uh, everybody in the school lived in the dorm. Like, there's only a school like 300 students. We oh all no lived way! In the same okay. dorm, and then so uh, that was the that was the university then. Uh, jun- uh, junior college, yeah. Junior so. college, okay, okay. That's a lot of like how baseball players like from here especially go yeah. first because uh, big D one schools aren't really like scouting around here as much. That's true. so yeah. junior college and another thing because we don't like tested on the SATs and everything. Oh, you don't have to take yeah. that to go to junior college. So oh yeah, okay. That's right. Yeah, the whole SAT thing. The schooling system in the U.S. is so weird. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, you go for there, then you end up transferring. Yeah, um, after my two years there, I got yeah. uh, assigned to Western Kentucky University, and uh, that's a Division One in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So, yeah, we are in the Conference USA. So, Division One, though, obviously a lot more things, a lot more eyes kind of get on you then. I was reading about is uh, Jake is actually the fastest drafted Major League Baseball Nova Scotia. Which oh, is kind of cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, he was, and like what, the fastest is like, like the, by like age, the high, like the highest, yeah. like uh, overall. Like each each draft has like well, back when I got drafted, there was forty rounds. Now, okay, yeah. Since COVID, they changed it to twenty rounds. Wow. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, it was the highest draft pick. Yeah, highest draft pick ever to come out of Nova Scotia. He was drafted in the third round. Cool. Which is actually, like, you know, I mean, yeah. really, third round in any league is a big deal. Uh, yeah, as he said, like they they've changed it. Back in the day, I used to make the joke all the time that. Baseball has so many rounds of drafting. Mm-hmm. Everyone is drafted in the Major League Baseball. Everyone has rights. Someone probably has your rights oh, playing yeah. on the community softball because <laughs> that's how many rounds that they have. Said, yeah. No. Like before that, there was even like 70, 80 rounds. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. Yeah. Even when I was there, there was 1,200 people each year. 1,200? And that's only like oh. America, Canada. Wow. Like that's because yeah. they have an international draft too. That's right. So Crazy. So I'm a Patriots fan and mm-hmm. obviously a Red Sox fan. Uh, so Tom Brady, the GOAT, was uh, drafted by the Expos. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going to be a catcher, and he was like, they were ready to offer him a contract, and he decided like, nah, I like football a little bit more. I want to focus on football. He was right. he grew up in Montana, like idolizing Montana, so he wanted to play football. Obviously worked out for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, now that he's retired. I kind of laugh a little bit. I'm like, he should just go and try to get a World Series just to like. Yeah, there's add so many on. football players that get drafted in, in the MLB. Uh, Kyler Murray as well. Kyler Murray, Russell uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson. He got drafted by the Yankees. Or no, by the Rockies actually. He got drafted by the Rockies. And then he played in spring trading. They got, with, yeah. the, with the Yankees. Uh, actually, I was there. I think I was there that spring training. No when, way. When, when he was playing. <laughs> That's, yeah, that would be yeah, that would be pretty cool. I mean, Russ is like you know the 
I know he's had some ups and downs since leaving uh, Seattle, but uh, you know, on Denver. But dude's an athlete. Dude's gonna be. Oh, for sure. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, like for sure. I, mean, I, I think so. But yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, right? some so, of the people you see and meet during spring training is just pretty awesome. Do you remember the age where you were like, this is, this might be it, I could actually do this? Do you remember like how old you were? Probably, I think, when I was in like grade 11 or 12. Yeah. Like I went to uh, a tournament put on by uh, Roberto Almar in Toronto. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. Yeah, tournament 12, so we played at the Rogers Center for a week. Sweet. And yeah, it was like all kids all over Canada. So You realize, I, I think I got this. Like, yeah. You know, you'd seen them and you were kind of stacked up and you, mm-hmm. you, you could for sure, dominate. Yeah. Obviously, there were people from Quebec and Ontario and everything. Their teams were a lot bigger than ours, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like, were your parents strongly influential in getting you, uh, getting you on? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, when I... Because uh, when I went to McCook, Nebraska, my uh, the junior college, my first year, I didn't have any scholarship or anything. So, I went That's out there. That's right. Yeah, you win. did walk-on. So, yeah, I, did a, I was a walk-on. I, I didn't even know if I was going to make the team. Yeah. I didn't go visit the school or anything. <laughs> I just flew out to uh, Nebraska, and then my parents yeah. were there for a week and dropped me off, and then... How's it? Just said to... Yeah. After the first semester, I got the scholarship for the next three, and then just went from there. Cool. Yeah. Talk about taking a risk on your abilities, though, right? Like, he's just yeah. like, I'm going to go to Nebraska. <laughs> Not like, you know, something safe, like, oh, I'm New York, or, yeah. you know, go to California or something like that, you know, big state or something like that. It's like, I'm going to go to the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and I'm going to just show these guys I can ball out. Hmm. Yeah. Town mm. of 3,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> Not much going on. So yeah, yeah. I just had to focus on baseball, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's huh. kind of cool. You took you took a chance on yourself. Obviously, you uh, did well there. Went up, you know, to a D1 level. And uh, you kind of, I mean, if I understand, if I remember correctly, like you met you met some influential, like, coaches and some people there that kind of really helped you get to that next level, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, John Pulowski, he's actually one of the coaches that coached uh, Brett Gardner. So oh, he's cool, yeah. so the story about Brett Gardner that uh, he just kept coming back to the tryouts because he never made it, never made it, and yeah, he came yeah. back. And then uh, yeah, so that's why when, when I got drafted, they were comp, like comping me with him. <laughs> yeah, throwing you in there, obviously. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Even though I'm a little bit bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, lots of influential coaches like my yeah my junior college coach as well. Like I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I didn't know him at all. Like so, and then he basically took me under his wing, and then yeah. just. Let me play ball out, really. But having someone that's in a D1 sports can obviously be pretty yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, my coach at Western, he was he pitched in the MLB for nine, ten years. So he uh, oh, he, he had lots of people, like a lot of connections. So it yeah. was, it was good, to, good to have that. Getting drafted. So I, I kind of have two questions when it comes to that. First of all, what's the feeling like to know, like, you're like, holy smokes, I made it. Obviously, if you, you're growing up a... Growing up a Red Sox fan, getting drafted by the Yankees, <laughs> like obviously it's a historic. You can't take away from the legendary status of the Yankees. For it's sure, amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, you like you know, you grow up kind of hating that team. That'd be like <laughs> me getting drafted by the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I'll just start from pretty well midway through the season. Like when I was getting yeah. drafted, uh, like I started off the season a little slow, no home runs, whatever. The first two weeks, and it's like okay, we go down to Florida. I hit my first home run of the year. Like, we had, like, a preseason tournament. We played against Tennessee, so, like, pretty big Division One school. Yeah. And I hit my first home run against them. And then that whole week, we were there for – we played five or six games. I think I hit five home runs that week. Oh. So, like, then I started going a little roll, and then by the end of March, I had uh, up to 19 home runs. So, 
You're really on a roll there. Yeah. So that's when oh. I started getting noticed. Like, and then my coach, he like reached out to me uh, when we got back, and he was just like, "Yeah, I think you should get like a, an advisor, like, because yeah. you weren't allowed to have an agent at that point." That's right. That's college but, rules yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so he hooked me up with it with an advisor, and then uh, the next week I started meeting with like every team. They all came in like to mm-hmm. like the clubhouse and everything. I'd have meetings with them. Like, I met with all like every team. It was crazy. So, uh, yeah, they come in, they ask you a bunch of questions, like, about your family and everything as well, and then mm. do all these different tests, like, they all have eye tests, like, everything, so, but, uh, yeah, I met with all of them, and then, uh, come draft day, um, there was between two teams, the Rockies and the, and the Yankees, so, the Rockies, they wanted me, and then, but my advisor said, like he was talking to me, he wouldn't really let me talk to them. So, yeah. But then I ended up, yeah. The the next thing I know, I was watching the draft tracker. So like before the draft, like it's on TV and on, on yeah. like the online tracker. Mm. So my name came up on the tracker first. So I knew. And then when they announced my name, it was it was pretty awesome. Like, oh, wow. cool. Yeah. What was, year was that? Uh, twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. This yeah. is recent. Yeah. So I was in. Uh, I was back at school actually in Western Kentucky. So yeah. With my teammates and my coaches and everything, so it was pretty cool. We watched it on TV. That cheers to that. Let's get yeah, that. cheers we, to we, that. We've never yeah, done cheers. a bit cheers before, yeah. so that's you a good accomplishment, man. Well, <laughs> from from what I understand, they uh, they had a they had a cheers uh, that that uh, that evening as well. Yeah, <laughs> just a little one. <laughs> okay, start one on, did you? Well, yeah. From what I understand, the champagne party or something like that was what was used. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think they were twenty one yet, though. Oh, <laughs> I was. Barely. You were Canadian, <laughs> dude. You're you're fine. You got the pass. You're good. Uh, honestly, yeah, true. Like, he's yeah. Canadian. It's he's like, Canadian. come on, come on. We've been doing this for a couple years now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst part that, about going to school. You could come home at Christmas right. time. And that go must be an advantage of going down there, though, and drink with them boys. You've had stronger beer. Yeah. You've been at it for a couple of years. They can't handle it. Yeah, you're like, ah, can't let's go, up. boys. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. You can go out drinking one night and then, then go to the home run derby and still hit him up, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the advantage, you yeah. um, so what what I thought was interesting when I was kind of reading through some stuff too about you is um, what I thought was an interesting point that I don't think a lot of people that really follow baseball and, or really understand what it's like to kind of go be you and to go through all this stuff is uh, the compliment on your baseball IQ, right? And you hear a lot about you know sports IQ, QB, like you know quarterbacks get IQ and awareness and all that stuff. So this is the first time I ever heard the term baseball IQ for the, for the kind of light sports guy. Like so, so this yeah. is just I mean I'm assuming it's just kind of like, like Jake can explain it. Obviously yeah, he's the athlete. So, not so me explain or, like what is a baseball IQ to folks that want to know. Basically it's just like yeah knowing the game beside like just the rules and stuff. Just like I don't know it's it's like because yeah like he's saying we, our summers are so short here we played for two months right. so like I used to joke around and say oh I'm like a thousand games behind everybody else so yeah 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 so yeah. yeah like you know how we play hockey all year around here like in the states they don't do that mm-hmm. right so like it's kind of the same thing here like i just basically just learned the game quick like just the ins and outs of it like and it's just not not even yeah just not just the rules and, and not just that you studied it and you dedicate yourself to yeah, it and you probably sure. spent every waking moment learning baseball and knowing mm-hmm. the ins and outs yeah for yeah. sure so you were well ahead in that knowledge mm-hmm. like maybe not on the, the field sport. like not getting on field reps but like yeah everything else like, yeah being in no, a cage and being hmm. it because everything's indoors here. <laughs> yeah, everything's indoors. I actually, uh, I actually, I've met you once before, uh, kind of just in passing, and I think it was actually right after you got drafted. Uh, you came back here, and it was uh, it was at the warehouse, actually oh, yeah, not yeah. far from here. 
We're in Sackville. We're at Old Biddies. We should say that. We're old, formerly Old Biddies, now Great Roads Brewing. Um, so just down the road mm-hmm. is uh, the warehouse. And I actually, so that's the first time I met you. I didn't really get to like talk to you much. I was standing around in a circle and other people were asking a bunch of kids and everything. Around. Well, there was no, no, it was oh, an no adult. It was oh. an adult night. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was batting practice for adults or something like that. I was there. And yeah, you came in. And uh, everyone obviously recently drafted, so everyone scattered to you. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I was like, eh, Yankee, I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so no, but you came in. Uh, and obviously, I went over and listened to, you know, some of the things you had to say, but most people were talking to you about stuff like that. And uh, obviously, very exciting. I mean, you're from here. Mm-hmm. It's something to be excited about, you know. It's not a whole lot of Nova Scotians playing in the Major League Baseball, which is so it's kind of cool. Is there any now? No, I no? don't think so. Actually. There's a bunch of younger guys coming up, like in school right now. So, you think, so like you, think, new... you think there'll be a couple of Scotians in here in the in the fair future? Sorry, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, cool. there's, yeah there's a couple in Division hopefully One, Jake. and then uh, yeah, and then there's some in uh, yeah in junior college right now as well. So, so yeah, so are you trying to fight way back into the MLB? For is sure. that the goal? Yeah. yeah. And, and how old are you now? Uh, twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. yeah. So there's time. For sure. Oh, yeah. Tons of time. Yeah. yeah tons of time. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. like really, when it comes down to it, because of the development in like baseball it's not like hockey like you can be 18 years old yeah. and you are literally the star of the team Connor, Connor Bedard like, yeah, like for sure just boom right like Bedard and all these guys City Cross yeah. the same thing baseball is so much so much different it's like so much different like how so like every so baseball like and I guess in hockey you go like the AHL or you go to Mooseheads or something like that you're boom you're right up there one, one team in the minor leagues there's Dominican Summer League team, so that's like the bottom. Oh yeah. So there's like you know where I got my knowledge from on baseball is Kenny Rogers or not Kenny Rogers, uh, uh, Kenny Powers. You ever watch <laughs> Kenny Powers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I watched all that, learned about all the other leagues in Mexico. Yeah, and there's all so this. many. Yeah. yeah. So there's like Dominican Summer League. There's two teams down there. There's Florida's like state league. So yeah. that's like uh, like below everything. Like that's like the. The first team you get when you get to America, like all the Dominicans and everything like that, they start there. Mm-hmm. And then there's low A, high A, double A, triple A, and big leagues. Holy smokes. Dude. So, like, each organization has like five or six hundred players that yeah. they have to look after. Oh my God. Like, yeah, starting all the way down, like, in the academy in the Dominican, like, there's like five, there's like three or four hundred people yeah, that live down there. There's dudes probably at every level just yeah, fighting like, other There's like 16 year old Dominicans living down there playing, and then yeah. everybody getting drafted here. So, yeah. So it's, it, where it's different is like in football you have to play three years in the university. Basketball they have to they, they make you go to university. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, LeBron James was the last person drafted out of high school. Mm-hmm. They don't do it anymore. Um, so they make it they force you to go to these universities and essentially like you're still thrown into like being a star a lot of these times, right? Baseball, it's a lot of development. Mm. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, like are there rising stars in baseball at a university the same way there would be a basketball player? Yeah, or but not, they, not don't really? get, they still don't go to the big leagues right away. Like the first, okay. the first yeah, rounders, yeah. like the last five years, they played like two years in the minors before they made it up. Like Aaron Judge, mm. he played six years in the minor leagues before he he went to the big leagues. And Aaron and, Judge is a monster. And yeah. just as a guy for a, like, where does the money start? Like, does it really only start in the major leagues, or can you get to? Yeah, pretty well. Unless, pretty well. like, when you get drafted, you get a signing bonus as well. If you're drafted high enough, like, it depends. There's like a signing pool. So okay. Yeah, you're like, but if you're drafting the last round, like, I know a guy that signed for a thousand dollars on a plane ticket. Like, like yeah. it was just like, yeah. and that was to get rid of it. Like, that was like his junior year, like or senior year. Yeah. So like, he was just, I just want to play. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, you never, you never really know what's gonna happen. Like, mm. uh, but yeah, you don't start making like, like in the minor leagues when I was there, it was like, I don't know, like fourteen thousand dollars a year. 
Okay. And it's only paid in the summer. You yeah. don't get paid on the off season yes. or anything. Yeah. So yeah. and spring training, the whole like I went to spring training like early camp they call it. So I went there in January. Spring training doesn't actually start till March. I'm there from January till the end of March, not getting paid. Okay. So yeah. it's just like <laughs> So so Matt when Matt and I talked about this, he was kinda like uh Jake Schaffer, you don't know the story? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Right. And uh, I'm pretty oblivious to sports. And and Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't have appreciation for them. I really do, actually. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy watching sports and stuff. I'm just, you know, pretty laid back. Uh, uh, But uh, to this day, I don't really know the story of what happened here. So you got on the Yankees and maybe tell me a bit about the start on the Yankees to where it all ended. Like what happened? Actually, yeah. Specifically dive down because I know I read the story about how like you walked into like the like training room or whatever and like the first two people you meet is Aaron Judge and Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> which are yeah, huge. I really want to hear this whole yeah. story from your yeah. words. I remember, yeah, the first day that I got picked up at the airport, I got a text. It was the clubby guy. He was picking me up. He's like, okay, we're going to bring you to. We're going to bring you to the minor league side and just get your locker and everything ready. And then, uh, yeah, I get there. They drop me off. Or he drops me off. He walks in the medical room. And then he's like, oh, here's your third rounder. <laughs> and then all the medical staff, they just, like, congratulated me and everything. And then, yeah, next thing I look over, it's Aaron Judge and Gene Carlos Stan just getting wow. stretched out. And so everything. you're now standing with the, with the gods of baseball. <laughs> yeah. Literally <'cause> those <laughs> two guys, if you're not a – like, I know you're not yeah. a baseball – I'm telling you, like, these, yeah. these guys are, like, the two biggest – Names How old were you right in the there? Yankees recently? In that moment. That's when I was 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. 21 yeah. years old. I walk in, well, Judge is 6'8", so. Yeah. <laughs> and then Stan's not that much smaller. He's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six, six. I'm 6'2". 6'2", like, okay. I knew you were taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's yeah, it was crazy just Amazing. to meet them. And then, yeah, uh, I got done with everything in that. And then, yeah, I, I was sitting down on the couch waiting for everybody else to arrive. And, yeah, I was – and then Judge came down and – he introduced himself. He's like, oh, I'm Aaron. I'm like, I think I know who you are. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And then, yeah, he sat there, and a couple of the other guys came in, and, uh, yeah, we were sitting there on the couch, and he came, sat down for 10 minutes and just talked to us. So, so it sounds like everybody was really kind off the yeah, jump. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and just kind of welcomed you, made, yeah. made you feel at home. Yeah, they obviously they didn't want to be there right then because this was in June when I got drafted, so midseason they were hurt. So Right. But, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But, yeah, they're still – Still kept the spirits high and everything, so yeah, cool. that's good. That's they, cool because they know, like, they had to go through it all too, like especially Judge, because yeah. he was in the minors for five, six years, so mm-hmm. like he knows, he knows what was going on and everything, so yeah, yeah. And then, uh, can I ask you this? Was anybody dicks to you off the bat? Was anybody like not nice? Because <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> not really. No, everyone's nah, cool. Everyone's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, there was a couple guys that were pretty. It was pretty funny, but uh, like uh, I remember the one time. We were uh, actually showering, and then uh, after the big leaguers were done, they, they came into uh, Some of them were on our side working out, and then uh, Edwin Arcanacion, when he was back with us, yeah, oh, yeah. he came in and yelled at all the Dominican guys to get out of the shower because <laughs> he wanted to shower by himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> all double E. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, but it was, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was one of the funny stories. But, uh, yeah, so after getting drafted and everything i went uh i came home actually for a weekend because i had to get my visa and everything so oh yeah that's mm-hmm. right so yeah. i couldn't actually technically do anything down there and then before i even got any reps or anything with the yankees it was uh like even spring training or whatever uh i got back and then the next day uh, i got called from the coach and he said uh that i'm going to staten Island. So, oh yeah 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 so that was a league that they had before covid it was a short season league so it was like draft players so i was like all like 
top 20 round draft picks like went and played there so mm. yeah i played in staten island for that summer and that was pretty cool and then uh yeah i went back to uh tampa after that for mm. fall instructional league so a lot of the big league guys was down there too after the playoffs just like working out and everything and then uh, i go back to spring training that next year and i'm there for the early camp in in january and then we get up to March, and then boom, COVID hits. <laughs> right. Yeah, worst thing in the world, right? Right. We yeah. were the first we were professional team to actually, well, first baseball team to have uh, cases in, in Florida with uh, oh. with COVID. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we go there on Friday, and it's like we're everything, we had to go have a meeting outside or whatever because nobody <laughs> knew what was going on. Right. And then next thing you know, Brian Cashman, the GM, he just comes up and talks to us. He's like, yeah, we're going to shut it down for the weekend, go back to your hotels and hang out. Yes. And then we all come in yeah. Monday, and there was like 15 cases by then. Wow. And then they're like, okay, we're going to shut it down for a week. Yeah. So we had to stay at our hotel for a week. And then it was funny. Like, every day at 8 a.m., Brian Cashman would knock on our door, <laughs> bring us meal money. It was like oh. the, the GM of the Yankees just knocking on our hotel door. Amazing. Room service. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, after that, we got shut down for, they said, two weeks. And then they said nobody could leave the hotel or whatever. And I was like, well, I need to leave so I can get back to Canada at least. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they still wouldn't let us leave. Like, we were on complete lockdown. So I ended up staying. After the two weeks, they let us leave, like, the hotel. And then I ended up going back to Kentucky because the border was already closed that time. Right. So it wasn't much I could do. Wow. Yeah. So I, I had a I had a girlfriend at the time, so I lived with her in Kentucky, and uh, yeah, I just spent the I was there until from like March until October. Yeah. And then my my dad they finally opened up the border for a little bit, and then my dad flew down and we drove back to from there to home. So <laughs> and then I had to stay here for two weeks, sit in the house, and then uh, then right when I got out of the two weeks, it was. Uh, Everything was still open, and then one day after that, boom, closed again. So I was on lockdown again. Oh my gosh! (laughs) So I was just like locked down for like two months straight. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't really do anything, so I had to like make like a hidden cage in my garage and everything. So couldn't leave the house. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. So yeah, so then um, obviously, like you know, there was there was some there was some issues there. Obviously, uh, you know, over this time, there was some boredom that kind of set in, and Mm -hmm. and uh, you kind of got. Hooked into gambling is what it uh, what it kind of comes out to. It was gambling, to. was it? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So the uh, it, like any uh, drugs too or anything? Was no, it just gambling? No, no? It was just gambling. Like yeah. it was that was it was pretty well even like when I was in Florida as well. That's where it wasn't bad. It was bad, but it, it wasn't as bad because like I had lots of money then. Right. <laughs> like when yeah. I got drafted, well, I signed for six hundred thousand dollars. So. You had something taking a lot of your time up, so yeah. you're not just sitting there, right? Yeah, and yeah. the thing was, right. when I was in Florida, it wasn't just me gambling. It was like I have like all my teammates would go. So we would nice. go like after practice, we were like, okay, we're gonna go because we were like ten minutes from the Hard Rock. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, so what were you playing? I just like at first it was slots and everything, and then yeah. like after like when I went back to the next spring training, it was. Uh, they play table games and stuff, just like blackjack and blackjack, stuff. Blackjack, poker, yeah, Texas Hold'em, all that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like yeah. I never, I never got into sports betting though. So no, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. probably, my head was going at first. Yeah, it's probably a good thing because yeah, <laughs> there's, sure. yeah. there's a lot of athletes getting in trouble with sports betting oh, at this sure. point, right? Yeah. Athletes are doing sports betting. Are they even oh, allowed? That's what, oh, dude, that's it's what a big problem. Yeah, there's so many people getting in trouble. Like the guy in Ottawa. The guy in Ottawa. He had 41 game suspension. He had a 41 game suspension and. 
the only reason he didn't have an infinite, like indefinite ban is he managed to prove that it wasn't, it was just his uh, profile and his friends were actually betting on hockey. So athletes can bet. Mm-hmm. You cannot bet on your sport. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Stay away from your own game. Stay away from your own game because obviously that gets into point shaving and all this other stuff mm-hmm. that can happen yeah, and whatever. Sure. Right? So you're absolutely not allowed to bet on your own sport. Um, so that's a totally different thing, right? That. Uh, then sports is crazy. Like I've seen so many people like, oh look at this. This is what my bookie does. Like they still have those around. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's like offline, like online betting, but it's like not through like a registered registered website. So it's like right. That's where athletes do it through because it's like oh you just send the guy money and then there's like this website you go on or whatever. So your gambling was like casinos. Yeah, I never actually gambled on my phone or online or anything. It was just always in casinos. Always in casinos, yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you do that back home here in Halifax too? Uh, I did. I did a little bit, yeah. But like it was at the point when I was in Florida, like it was like, it was bad because like I had like a line of credit and everything. It was just like, because it was like, oh, this young guy, like the guy had like casino host coming up to me every time. They're like, oh, we should sign you up for this, this, this. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. what, like you're 21, they give you almost a million dollars Canadian. What do you do? Like, this you know what I mean? Is, this is kind of the thing, actually. Like, one of the things that I really want to hammer down on because it's not just baseball; it's all sports. I mean, and, and honestly, you're, you're in some cases you're giving teenagers or you know people in their early yeah. 20s. It's like here's a million dollars. Right. You're a god now, and they, I. I you went through it, not me, but from a, a sports fan and like a really big sports fan. I don't really know or like feel that they really equipped young people to be ready to have a bunch of money and have all this fame. And basically, I'm just thinking like yeah. I remember when I was 26 years old and I made 100k for the first time in my life for a year and I'm thinking like I'm 26 and I just made a bunch of money and I'm like this is awesome. Yeah. I can't imagine when you know someone gives you a million dollars. Right. Yeah. They right? don't talk about like all like yeah. I guess you, and, you and do learn there, stuff in school, but like it doesn't really like they don't prepare you for that. No, They're for sure. For, like, and and they don't give jobs, you any like, kind you of know, financial guide when you when like, you say no. your school. No, no, though, no just like, hold up. Like, yeah. they, they don't come with any kind of financial guide. So when you get a million dollars or whatever to to kind of play, it doesn't come part and parcel with. And here's a here's a financial coach that's approved no, by some signed, board they, or like, something to help you manage your stuff. With an American debit card, and then they just put like I woke up one morning and I had three hundred k in my in my debit card. Well, yeah, good morning. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like what? This, yeah. but the, like this is the thing is like, you know, uh, it's not a very, it's it's very even to a greater degree. It's almost like when you're a doctor, yeah. like doctors, if someone's in med school, uh, financial institutions were like, how much money would you like? Like right. we'll just write you a blank check. Do you want like two hundred thousand dollars to go to school? Awesome, because we know you're going to be a doctor, so we'll get our money back. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's not that much different for you. You were saying like casino people were coming up to you and saying like. Oh, professional athlete, you just got a million dollars. Probably more to come. You're only 21. How much money would you like? How much? Yeah, you, how much like, house oh, credit would you yeah, like? How much do you want? Right. Like, yeah. Basically, it's like, oh, we'll give you fifteen thousand. You don't even have to bring your debit card. To- what did your? Uh, and I gotta ask, man. Like, what did your parents say and stuff? Like, were they kind of like at telling you to be careful with it or trying to help you with it? And, yeah, you know, for sure. Just kind of like just. And I mean, respectfully, I understand being young too. We, we, we were all there. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. forty now, but I was, you know, I was probably a lot less financially responsible when I was in my twenties. Right. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, we so, were both idiots. So, <laughs> no, no question. Uh, uh, but like, so so going back, like you know, you just kind of like mom and dad, you just kind of turned the shoulder and just did your thing, and like kind of well, like quiet about it. So like, 
when I got, so they do it like the sign bonus in two halves. So it was like, uh, so I got 600. So it was like, by the time it went in my debit card, it was like, and like, I think it was in July, we got the first half and then like 20 or the next year we got the other second half. Right. And it was like 200,000. And then, so the first check I bought my car and then I had to pay my agent as well. So mm-hmm. that was like almost a hundred grand put him put like, well, with Ooh. the car and the agent. Yeah. And then, uh, the rest, I uh, I had to pay off school as well. Right, so, like, right. For Western Kentucky, I didn't get a full full ride, so I had yeah. to pay a little bit there. And then after that, I probably had about a hundred grand left. Right. So I sent my parents, like I think I sent them half of it, and then I kept half, which I probably shouldn't have, because that's when I got into that. I was like, oh, because yeah. like before I would go to the casino here when I was younger, and it was yeah. just like, oh, I have like five hundred bucks. Let's go let's go play that or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. then there I was like, oh, now I can take out five, ten grand or whatever. It's just like, oh, I can bet a lot bigger, and then mm-hmm. it goes a lot quicker, obviously. Right. Yeah. But and then I didn't realize that until, obviously, the first check. It was like, oh well, and then I still got to pay taxes on that as well. Mm-hmm. So right. like, they took a hundred grand off the top. Right. And then at the end of the year, they're like, oh yeah, you still owe twenty thousand on top of that. It's just like, <laughs> so that's where a lot of the other stuff went as well. But like, yeah, it's just like. I sent them money, but then I would, like, say I sent them, like, 100 grand just to put an account over here or whatever. Yeah. And then I would get my account would be low, and I'd be like, oh, I'd text them, I need you to put this in there. And then next next thing you know, like, they tried to tell me no and everything, you know what I mean? But I was, like, yeah. so persistent. I was like, it's my money, you know what I mean? No, I was in that you're mindset. an adult. Right? I was you're in that mindset. But, sure. like, yeah. so, they obviously, they tried to help me, but, like, so, I mean, now knowing what you know, and, and, and I mean, you know, you're still a young guy, right, really? Mm-hmm. And, uh, 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 I mean, ever consider maybe going to schools or talking to younger kids and trying to teach them about yeah, financial sure. that's responsibility? What I, that's what I want to try to do. Like, I, like, I think you'd be really good at it. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, sure. like, I went through it, obviously. Tell so. your story. It's painful to tell, I'm sure, yeah, like, right? Like, like, at first, it was, but, it was hard to tell. I tried to keep everything under wraps. Yeah. And then... Obviously, everything came out. It's better when the band-aids ripped off. Because, sure. I mean, then you got you can live your truths, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, and, and then I can, and that's better. what I want to try to do. Like, I want to try to help people. Like, like, uh, like even the younger guys, like, from here, try, trying to go to school and go get drafted after. Like, I want to help them. Because, like, when I had my first, like, I'm with a new agency now. But, like, when I had the first agent, when I got drafted, he basically just got me signed. And then yeah. didn't even, like, he took off. Like, your yeah. agent's supposed to be there to help you with that financial stuff. But, right. like... Yeah. He was kind of like a, I don't know, kind of a scumbag, I guess, because he took, he just basically took the, took the money and took ran. the money and ran, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like didn't yeah. take me to dinner or anything. Like even when I got oh, drafted, wow. so it was like, what the heck? Wow. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, like I just, I just gave you thirty grand. grand. I just gave you thirty grand. <laughs> wow. But he's like, I guess in his mind, if he does that, like for five or six guys every draft, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just like, but yeah, so because I mean, realistically, you you kind of have a really great example. Like it doesn't have to just be baseball. Like honestly, like you can talk to every every sport. It's relevant mm-hmm. to go and talk to like, hey, here's how I got in over my head. Mm. Learn from me, kind of thing, right? Sure. I, I, honestly, I think there's something there. I mean, obviously, you want to make it back to the majors, and that's the main focus. But if for some reason that doesn't happen, like honestly, I think there's a huge value there. I think it'll, you, it'll yeah, less strategic sure. money management, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's it's a huge thing there. So, uh, like, I know another thing, just to kind of give you the opportunity to kind of like also clear some things up, because there was a lot of stuff that was oh, said during sure. that time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I people mean, still say stuff like today. Like, I see people like out, and they're like, "Oh, this is this guy that did this." Well, like, <laughs> for, every, for every guy you hear about, there's uh, probably twelve guys like me that don't know anything and just don't, <laughs> you know. I mean, just let people make the mistakes and grow and live, man. And so, don't worry so much about the no, negativity. No, but I, I think there's something to it because, like, the media report that came out, like, I'll be honest with you i'll tell you right now like what was the media report when i when i the article that came out about him about and, and they made more than accusations about gambling and i'll let him talk about it yeah but i i'll i'll be the first one to tell you i read that and i was mad because i was like here's this young kid who's uh you know representing like kind of nova scotia in a way like kind of being in here and it's like the way the media article portrayed it was like they, they portrayed you pretty bad. No, for sure. Honestly, yeah. that, guy's not, that guy's not even—he's not even a journalist anymore because of that story. Yeah, so, like, so, so going back, like, so, so, you were you stealing stuff or something? Is that what I heard? What, that's, that's, what that, that's what they said. Was that true? No. So here, you know what? You tell, <laughs> so tell, yeah, tell, tell me this tell, part. Tell your story, I mean, yeah. yeah, like I, I don't—I only know the hearsay. Yeah, for I, sure. And, and you know, a, a testament. Like I don't read a lot of sports journalism. Uh, a lot of people don't read past the headline. No, so I don't. I get a true. sting. They get a nugget of information. That's what I'm like in sports, right? Mm-hmm. Who won? Nah, okay, done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. and, and, That's what uh, a lot of people were like. Yeah. yeah, so not diving deep. Like, so, so just tell people what happened yeah. and what was accused. Yeah, so what happened was, like, well, why would I need to steal stuff? I had my own deals. I had my own bat deals. I had my own glove deals. I had right. everything. So I didn't need to steal anybody's stuff. Yeah. The one, the one thing that somebody said that I stole, it was, it was kind of funny, actually, because uh, Jason Dominguez, you know, yeah. Jason Dominguez. Yeah. So that's one of the things that they said. He's like, and then uh, it was it was a bat that he gave me because me and him swapped a bat because okay. I was like whatever because I had a yeah. bat and we had a bat. Yeah. And then even right after the story came out, I was I, I sent a picture of the of my message with uh, Jason to the to the reporter because he didn't come to my side or anything for the story. He just wrote it within 24 hours and just sent it out. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, ask him. Yeah, didn't so he, didn't, he didn't have any so sources. journalism. No, he didn't have any sources. Right. He, so how can you write a story if you well, have no sources? What, are, what, what paper was he with? He was just with a... It was only... It was a tweet. And I then, think, yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. It was and, a series of tweets. It was and like, then yeah, it, it led on to somebody else picking it up and saying the exact same words. Yeah. Like, it was just like the same story, but like, like the New York Post picked up on it. Mm-hmm. But it was his exact article that picked up on it. There, that his exact words that they just put in, like with their name they on. Put, it. Was that that, that article the reason that you were let go from the? No, I was already let go before then. Okay, it's so it's because so of the gambling. It was because of the gambling. Yeah, yeah, because okay. I, I read a little bit about that, and like, yeah, basically. So how how did they catch on to the gambling to let you go? Like, yeah. So was that off it. the books, or like what happened there? So what really happened? Like, I want I want everybody to know. So like, yeah. So I was going to the casino with my my friends and everything, and mm-hmm. I yep. was obviously I probably didn't have as much money as them. So what got me in trouble That's is... That's the other pressure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was going... Yeah, I was going with, like, guys that had way more money than me, which I probably shouldn't know. But, uh... And then I got into trouble when I started borrowing money. That's what it was. Okay. So, yeah. and then what I would say is I'd be like, oh, let me borrow whatever, a thousand. Right. And I'd give you 1500 back, whatever. Yeah. So I would give them the money back, and then... I would just keep getting down, down. That's when. That's the real. That's the real problem. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, of course. So when they let me go, I owed a couple teammates some money. That's and then they gave me a time limit, and I didn't so, have. I couldn't so, come sorry, up with the funds. So why time. did they let you go? I don't understand. Like, were you still performing good on? Uh, yep. 
it was just the off-field stuff. It was because I was gambling the and off-field I bored stuff. Money. So it's like we heard that you were doing this, and we just can't have that on our team. Yeah. And yeah. then... And what about I the other th- guys at the higher levels that were doing it? Right? No, but I think it was a team dynamic thing. It was a team. But it wasn't even that. It was like it was just like it wasn't even people I was on team with. Like it was just like spring right. training. Like, yes. It was like I wasn't even yeah. on their teams or anything. It was yeah. just like, oh, he paid me this money back, but he didn't give me the interest or whatever. Right. It's like yeah. there was guys that were like, like I still got messages and stuff from when I was doing it. And they're like, oh, if you don't pay me this this day, it's gonna be five hundred bucks extra a day. Like they were like loan sharking almost. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like. Like yeah. I, I gave him like an original like oh here I'll give you an extra couple hundred bucks for loaning so me. So were this. these MLB players that were no were it was this? like minor league guys. There were who guys? Minor league guys like me. Okay. Yeah. Like, but I, 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 yeah, I never talked to any of the big league guys about that kind of stuff. Okay. Like, no. Like, yeah. I was I was dumb, but I wasn't like that dumb. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I'd be hey, gone judge, a lot quicker judge. than that. Hey judge, can I get yeah. a loan? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah it, got, it got to that, that point. That thing's that Aaron Judge probably forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's rolling. But yeah. yeah, and then I remember those like many times when I was at the casino. Oh, here, I'm up this night or whatever. Yeah. I'll give you a thousand bucks. Yeah, and then when I went back to get that, oh no, you're not getting that or whatever. It's just like Jeez. it doesn't work. It didn't work both ways. Whatever. They just yeah. I I got down the money and then yeah. they kind of like. Took, took advantage. I guess not really took advantage, but like kind of. You know what I mean? I feel sorry because you're just learning social dynamics in a sense too. Like you, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel for you, right? Like you're getting out into this whole new world, this whole new kettle of fish you've never dealt with before. No, for sure. You're getting screwed left and right. And but like, yeah, you're, you're I, I, I obviously did money. it to myself, but that's why I'm trying to learn. And you then, did, but like, hey, I mean, uh, at the same time, yeah, it's good to take accountability, but also realize that you know. We should try to find ways that we don't put young athletes in these situations the in the yeah. first and place. Like, That's so the they have they have people there for like addictions or whatever. Like right. I was talking to a lady that works with them, and yeah. then all she said was, "You need to get help." I'm like, "Aren't you the person that's supposed to help me?" <laughs> yeah. So like, and then I was like having like I'm still doing the gaming on like calls and everything. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, to, just to stay on it and everything. You're still but doing what sort? Like gaming on, like the like the gambling anonymous. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, cool, just doing yeah. like weekly calls and everything. Oh yeah, and you should. You should For continue sure. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, it's just you're you're there to now provide strength to other people, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, like you sure have people there. They should like help. Like like she was just like, oh, maybe you should go out and get a real job. Like that's how she was saying. Like it was just really? like not really like telling. Like yeah, it was weird. <laughs> She even, like, talked to my parents and stuff and said the same thing. And I was like, well... And then so my last year when I was there in 2022, uh, I was there in spring training. And then when they released me, they held me back into the Florida Complex League or whatever, Mm. where you still don't get paid. I'm like, well, if you want me to try to pay the debts that I owe, wouldn't you want me to be on a team where I'm making money? Not just sitting here and not making money. They're like, oh, we want you to get better. I'm like, well, that's the only thing holding me back is... Make pay repaying the debts, you know what right, I mean? Like, right. mm-hmm. the year before, I still had 20 home runs, it was like one of my best years. It was just right. like it wasn't like affecting my play. Like, once I got on the field, I just worried about baseball. But, like, after the field, it was just like I'd be getting calls and texts and everything, like, people lighting me up, you know what I mean? And that comes with a lot of anxiety, yeah, for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can just focus on there. So, where, you're so where you at now? You're debt free. Uh, I'm almost there, yeah. So because it was it was really deep. <laughs> no, I no, but that, yeah. that's good. Man. I imagine like, honestly, good for you, like, though, man. it's it's really like when you think about it. We're talking like 2019 is when you get drafted, and you know 2020. I mean, it was COVID started just four years ago and everything. So I mean, 
the fact that you're kind of really close to getting clean, like cleaned up and even with everybody is, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we on this show love, uh, you know, kind of a, a comeback story. I love it. Yeah. Um, but, I, and like you said, it's great that you're owning it. Uh, I think yeah, that's, that's what I, I want to do. Cause I want people to like, I know people are still going to talk crap or whatever, but like, Oh uh, yeah, they, but they you didn't go through it. Like, don't worry it was, about that. Don't worry. Like, do it better. Try you to clear and keep pushing, up. and I'm sure you'll you'll Especially you'll fly. with that first article too. Yep. Like I never stole anything in my life. Why would I need to steal? Like it was right. like I think that was the other thing too. Because that's the other. So he was released from the Yankees, mm-hmm. and then and so no charges ever pressed on you for stealing no. anything. No. Okay, because well, there was nothing to steal. And like I even got texts from my like the from the head of the guys like like when they were when they I sent the article to them and then. Uh, he said, "That's not from us, Jake." Yeah. So, like, it said an inside Yankee sort. Like, who would it be? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's, it didn't say name, it didn't say like a source or anything. It just said one unnamed source. Yeah, you know how articles say like from a source, right? Yeah. So that's basically what it was. But the thing and then is, when was, I came back, Sportsnet came down here last year and did yeah. like a whole article on me for so, like so, a week. So what was a, and, and, and not reading the sport Sportsnet article and pe- for people who haven't read it, what was their deliberation when when Sportsnet kind of uh, did their own? They basically story. wanted to give me like my side of the story too, like so I yeah. could like say what was going on and everything as well. Yeah. So like because like I said, the guy that wrote that first article, he's not even writing anymore because he put out an article like. I'm actually like trying to work on like a defamation case right now yeah, because yeah, it's like <laughs> not true facts, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the the sports article came out and it was like I was just talking about like what the actual problem was with the gambling and everything, yep. and mm-hmm. uh, like trying to fix it and make better, and then uh, just to get my side out because, like I said, the guy that wrote the story originally he put it out within 24 hours. Mm. Like I, so I left Tampa, I came home for a day, and then I got signed by Ottawa. And I flew to Chicago. Yeah, that was a, the. And then the, the, the next him. day, yeah. yeah, the next day I was in, or two days after I was in Chicago, and I was set to play my first game. And then I was actually out. It was a day game, so right after that day game, I came back in the locker room, and it was just like pandemonium. Like that story came out during the game, so like I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on. And I came in, and then like all my new teammates in Ottawa are reading this article and they're like I didn't know any of them because it was like my first day there and they're right. like oh what's going on who's this guy whatever and then I was just like well <laughs> what do I do now Yeah. so the next day like I called my I called my coach in Ottawa I was like can I talk to the team just yeah. to like let the air out like let them know what's going on yeah like, of course so like I said for the team like I didn't know any of them still oh. and it was just like <laughs> I never stole anything so don't be worried about that kind of stuff I bored money yeah I don't know I won't bore money from you guys obviously but uh yeah. Yeah, and then I cleared there, and then that was, like, one of the best summers I had. Yeah. Like, it was really fun. Like, it just made playing baseball fun again. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, cause that's like, what it is, yeah. I feel like when I, was in, when I was in the minor leagues, it was, like, you're fighting. You're fighting. Like, you're, 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 you're buddies, but you're fighting to get a butt. Like, that's true. Yeah, because you're all competing each and, other. Right? Like, there was guys. Yeah. There was guys in, uh, in front of me that were, like, trying to uh, – like get ahead so that's what they were one up and they were coming to the other coaches and stuff you know what I mean so, yeah. right. so what's your plan going forward man uh, just try to get back there I'm signed in Ottawa right now but uh, there's some rumblings of other teams to talk to me right now so, so. signed with Ottawa does, is that an exclusive thing or like you know because uh, some leagues have it so that no, you can like it's like an MLB leave. partner league okay so actually I can get signed like from any major league team out of there you can okay yeah. mm-hmm. so. I wasn't sure if it's like oh, I'm stuck in Ottawa until no. but so, so yeah. okay so you can get out of there so I mean, 
personally, like I said, we like a comeback story, and and uh, I know a lot of people that know you uh, in and around the community because mm-hmm. you know I you know you know my sister and uh, they're you know everyone in there is really big in the ball community and everyone in the ball community local has nothing but like pretty great things to say at least they've, that's what you know has been said to me <laughs> yeah. kind of thing right but, uh as everyone has great things to say about you they you know they they talk about a lot of the things that you've been doing even just to kind of give back here and mm-hmm. uh kind of get back to basics so honestly uh even if everything in that article was true and you know you stole things and sold it and misrepresented sales of things and all that stuff that was in there even if all of that was true that doesn't deserve a life sentence. Like, so I mean, realistically, like, you know, I think you learn from uh, learn from even the mistakes that you did make. For sure. And uh, I, man, I, I hope you get back there. Honestly, I do too, man. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't, I mean, just ho- I hope you find a better place, no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and uh, yeah, uh, teaching people. I think the most underrated thing in the world right now in our school systems from (laughs) starting in grade seven honestly and for the rest of their lives they should learn financial uh strength acumen acumen independence these things they taught us to us i mean i'm not i'm not different from you we had a a semester in school in high school that i remember where they focused on it and we had this bogus thing where we drew numbers out of a hat and they were like pick a job and it's like you're a vet now yeah. I'm a fucking vet, right? Like I was just—I did not take that project very seriously. Yeah. I think I—I I mean, I did. I mean, I, I passed mm-hmm. the project. I, you know, managed no, to pay I... my bills. But what a weird, ridiculous way! Uh, uh, that's it. Now I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm I'm, I'm ready to be an adult. No, you know no everything. not quite. Right, and sure. I mean, all the pitfalls and all the uh, uh, true snakes that are out there that want to drag you down. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, and that sounds like what happened to you, man. I'm so sorry that happened. And, so, uh, yeah, I really am trying to learn. Because, so. Yeah, well, but, yeah, you I know made the mistake, so I can try to help people that don't yeah, try to make you the same mistakes. You've demonstrated yourself as a guy with a high baseball IQ, and I'm sure that transcends into other environments. And you probably said the gambling when you got into it, "Hey, I can win this game, right? I can do yeah. this." You, mm-hmm. you, you confidence. You, you've, you've earned yeah. a lot of money at a very young age, and you went out into the world. Hey, yeah. So, and that's I think the thing. Just and even kind of like kind of to end this on there is like you. Um, you may have at one point in time thought that baseball was going to be your life, yeah. but um, it, in a weird way, it, it probably is going to be. It's like baseball might be the thing that propels you. Like I said, we still hope you make it back. We hope you hit all your dreams, yeah. but baseball might be the thing that propels you to like do this you know, greater good to help out a lot of young people. For sure. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, that's still baseball still doing a great call. Thing. Yeah, right. absolutely. You start a podcast, sure. right? And here they're popular. <laughs> if yeah. you want to start a podcast, we can produce it. I can produce it, yeah, 100%. Works for yeah. me. Uh, first one's free. Yeah, yeah. no, but uh, no, I would love to do for you to do that, right? You can sit down with kids and help them with their financial futures. Yeah, right? for sure. Exactly. Jay Scott, you never know, man. The sky's the limit. So uh, cheers yeah. to you. And thank yeah, you for coming you. to hang out with us. Good luck. Cheers. This is really nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I appreciate the honesty more yeah, than anything. Yeah, for sure. So thanks a lot, man. Thank you, guys. All right. That was great. Yeah.